Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, God swept with a sweeper the uh, Israelites um, away. Yeah. He did not use a sweeper. Oh, my God. But, yeah, he was like, you got to follow me, and you didn't. Right, right. And to this day, their this descendants day still are, are bad. In the bad. Yeah. They yeah. do bad, and they're swept. Yeah. Okay. And that's pretty much it. They okay. did bad in God's eyes. And yeah. so God was like, fuck all y'all then. Right, right. Yep. So that was Second uh, Kings chapter 17. Sure as fuck was. And today we're getting into... Second Kings chapter 18. Let's do this. Okie dokie. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, 2 Kings chapter 18. Okay. Hezekiah. Hezekiah. Son of Ahaz. Okay. Ahaz. <laughs> began to rule over Judah in the third year of King Hoshea's reign in Israel. Man, I need like a sliding chart of all these when this king, that king. Not that it, I don't the, I don't I don't really think this is gonna matter at all. It's like, not you know like it's not. <laughs> it's just like king, 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 king. Yeah. And it's just the the going back and forth between their overlapping rulerships. And there was some good stories earlier on. Yeah. Lately there haven't been that many great stories. I mean, this there, last one with Israel well, getting swept away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was very but, interesting. I mean, there was more like epic stories earlier yeah, on. Yeah, like individual I mean? and then this right. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Hmm. Anyway. He was 25 years old when he became king, this uh, Hezekiah guy. And he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. That's a good long time. His mother was Abijah. Okay. The daughter of Zechariah. Okay. He did was pleasing. Well, that's good. In the Lord's sight. Except for, the, I'm sure there was something fucking wrong. Just as his ancestor David had done, because yeah. we all want to fuck we David. Like, we like David. We hate Jebediah. No, wait. Je- Jebediah? No. No. Jeb- um, well, Jehoshaphat. Jeho- no, Je- 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 shit. Jeboam. Je- Jeroboam. Jeroboam. Jeez, man. That, that one was, guy. That was rough. That was hard. That was a journey. <laughs> I got there. We got there. Man. Yeah. It was yeah. rough. Jeroboam was a was he's a an asshole. Yeah. yeah he David's did so good. Bad. Jeroboam bad. Even though a lot of people did worse than Jeroboam. They did. I mean, according to the Bible. Yeah. But poor you know, Jeroboam. Jeroboam. You know what? I think he, he got, got a, a raw rap. deal. Yeah. I want a shirt that says, <laughs> I feel for Jer- Jeroboam. Jeroboam got a bad rap. Justice for Jeroboam. Just, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Down with David, justice for Jer- Jeroboam. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Hezekiah removed the pagan shrines, smashed the sacred pillars, and cut down the Asherah poles. How many times can this happen? <laughs> Several. I mean, like, Multiple. Like, literally many. all the good kings have done the same fucking thing. Often. Lots. Yeah, right? <laughs> he, oh, oh, this is interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. He broke up the bronze serpent that Moses had made. <sighs> 
because the people of Israel have been offering sacrifices to it. Let me finish this, and then I have something to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The bronze serpent was called Nehushtan. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Now, I got to interrupt myself here, because currently I am reading, you know, Asimov's Guide to the Bible. Yeah, yeah. And he is specifically talking about this thing as it's as it's being made the first go around yeah right. yeah yeah and so here so this was the one that got like stopped all the snakes right yes yeah. okay. yes and we talked about a schleppus and the the caduceus and yeah, yeah. you know all of that right um very interesting stuff so i want you to hold this moment in your head because i'm going to be talking about it more this weekend when we do the book sacrilegious book club got it okay? okay very interesting stuff here okay okay yeah Okay, so Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, either before or after his time. Damn. Better than David. Better than Solomon? What the fuck? What's going on here? Holy what? I thought Solomon was the wisest and the best ever, and David was also the same thing. What, what, what? But this guy's better. Man. He's the best ever. I love Hezekiah. So we're going to totally go on about this guy for like a couple of chapters, right? Well, he's got a bit to go, yeah. I this mean, this chapter, at least, we got to talk about his greatness. Certainly, they're not going to just do one chapter on that guy, right? I mean, the fact that he broke up um, Moses' dealio. He's, I mean, right? That's yeah, some big shit. It's a big shit. And he's the best. Yeah. The best ever. The best around. <laughs> yeah. He remained faithful to the Lord in everything, and he carefully obeyed all the commands the Lord had given Moses. That's good of him. But he did break his snake stick. Yeah. Which, where was his snake stick? Was it in the ark? Because. I mean, they didn't. I don't. They haven't really even mentioned the ark lately. Nuh uh. They're like, eh, maybe it's. And I don't think it was in the ark because. I feel like the Ark must have disappeared during some of these king's reigns somewhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, they raided like, eh. it. They were like, I'm going to take this piece of gold and that piece of brass. I wonder if they ever actually admit to losing it in the Bible. That'd be cool. You know? Like, we'll, like oopsie. We'll keep an gone, eye out. We'll, you'll be the first to know. Right. <laughs> So the Lord was with him, and Hezekiah was successful in everything he did. He revolted against the king of Assyria and refused to pay him tribute. Yeah. He also conquered the Philistines as far distant as Gaza and its territory, Mm -hmm. from their smallest outpost to their largest walled city. Get those Philistines. He did it. During the fourth year of Hezekiah's reign, which was the seventh year of King Hoshiah's reign in Israel, Mm -hmm. King Shalmaneser of Assyria attacked the city of Samaria and began a siege against it. Three years later, during the sixth year of King Hezekiah's reign and the ninth of King Hosea's reign in Israel, Samaria fell. Oh. Damn! That's not good for the guy. Right. But it's good for us. Wait, I thought that the the king of Assyria was the one besieging. Samaria fell. Well, wait. Samaria's bad. The king of Assyria... What does it say? Read that again. Three years later, during the sixth year of King Hezekiah's reign and the ninth of King Hosea's reign in Israel, Samaria fell. Right, Samaria but, is bad. So we're uh, glad they fell. Okay. I thought that, that Samaria was under the control of the of the king that we're talking about. Yeah, it, it fell. So good. No. What? No, I think you're wrong. No. Okay. Like, start higher. Start higher. Okay. The fall of Samaria during the fourth year of Hezekiah's reign, which was the seventh year of King Hosea's reign. Hosea's reign in Israel. Yeah. 
King Shalmaneser of Assyria attacked the city of Samaria. Assyria attacked the king. They attacked Judah. What? Yeah. I thought Samaria was part of those other bad guys. It depends on where you're, when you're talking oh, about who has see, what. I'm getting confused because it depends on if we're talking about um, Israel or Judah. Right, but we're not talking about either of them right now. We're talking about Assyria. I know. Which is completely separate. I know. Okay. But I thought, okay, I'm confused. <laughs> I thought Samaria was bad people, and so we sh- are glad that Samaria fell. I mean, we're not glad of any of it. No, like, oh, no, 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 no. But I mean, I thought but that as far as, far as this goes, no, Judah fell to Assyria oh. in this case. At that time, the king of Assyria exiled the Israelites to Assyria and placed them in colonies in Hala, Hala, hmm. along the banks of the Habor River in Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes, Medes, for they were the Medes. We decided it was the Medes. Yeah. For they refused to listen to the Lord their God and obey Him. Yeah. Instead, they violated His covenant, all the laws that Moses, the Lord's servant, had commanded them to um, b- obey. Okay. Obey. Yeah. They didn't obey. They did not. Okay, I'm still confused. You don't get it? I thought Samaria fell, and so um, I thought that, like... Samaria is a town, is, okay. a, is a province or town or something. Where is it? It's somewhere near Assyria and Judah, so, like, it's in that area, like, right. you know, that little circle area and where Hezekiah, they all, all the time. Hezekiah is leading Judah, right? Yes. And so I so thought it's, like... They fell to Assyria. No. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so confused. Assyria. Who's leading Samaria? Samaria is not one of the factions. It's a town. I know, but who's in charge of Samaria? Until it fell to Assyria. Oh, I thought that Hezekiah was not in charge of Samaria. I thought Hezekiah was like, I'm going to get you, and then he got him. No. Oh, I was confused. I'm yes. sorry. Too many places that start with A's and S's. Right. And too many people that start with a J. And Israel, in my mind, is always supposed to be the good guys. And Judah is the good guys instead. And I am I mean, hypothetically. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I'm just all confused. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm, I mean, I'm a little confused myself, but it doesn't help when you confuse me more. <laughs> hopefully, other people out there are confused with me and they feel my plight if they've never read the Bible. Right. And if they have read the Bible, hopefully they're laughing with me, not at me. Or both. Fuck off. I'm just saying. No, they have sympathy because okay. it's, it's confusing. Yeah. It is hard, confusing. I have a hard time with all this history stuff. Yeah. Okay, in the 14th year of King Hezekiah's reign, King Sennacherib of Assyria came to attack the fortified towns of Judah and conquered them. Uh-oh. But this guy was, Hezekiah was like one of the best kings. But he but he's just like got losing beat. all kinds of shit. Yeah. King Hezekiah sent this message to the king of Assyria at Lachish. 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 Yeah. Sure. I have done wrong. I will pay whatever tribute money you demand if you will only withdraw. Okay. I thought he didn't do that. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm so confused. I thought it said it right at the beginning that he never paid tribute to these bad kings. I don't don't know. And now he's like, just kidding. I'm paying tribute to a bad king. Maybe this is a ploy. 
Let's hope so. The king of Assyria then demanded a settlement of more than 11 tons of silver and one ton of gold. Okay. To gather this amount, King Hezekiah used all the silver stored in the temple of the Lord and in the palace treasury. Mm. Hezekiah even stripped the gold from the doors of the Lord's temple. Damn. And from the doorposts he had overlaid with gold, and he gave it all to the Assyrian king. Wow. This is so stupid. This is exactly the opposite of what the first couple sentences said happened. (laughs) No wonder I'm confused. None of it makes any fucking sense. Right. Nevertheless, the king of Assyria sent his commander-in-chief, his field commander, and his chief of staff from Lachish with a huge army to confront King Hezekiah in Jerusalem. Wait, even though he paid him? Yeah. Wow. And they were like, thanks for the money. Oh, but Never by mind, the way, we're still going to conquer you. Yeah, the Assyrians. I mean, like you want these, you want to take over, right? Mm-hmm. Now you don't have to go after the gold; they gave it to you, right? Right. right? Like, like, what's the incentive to not attack? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, well, you gave us a lot of your gold, but we still want the rest of it. So, and also you to either die or be our slaves. Right. Yeah. The Assyrians took up a position beside the aqueduct that feeds water into the upper pool near the road leading to the field where cloth is washed. Oh, well, yeah. You know that one place where they wash cloth? Yep. Yeah. I mean, no. No. But, yeah. Right. No. They summoned King Hezekiah, but the king sent these officials to meet with them. Elikiam, son of Hilkiah, the palace administrator. Shebna, the court secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the royal historian. Are these like the expendables? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, Then the Assyrian king's chief of staff told them to give this message to Hezekiah. This is what the great king of Assyria says. What are you trusting in that makes you so confident? Do you think that mere words can substitute for military skill and strength? Who are you counting on that you have rebelled against me? I'm guessing God. On Egypt? If you lean on Egypt, it will be like a reed that splinters beneath your weight and pierces your hand. Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, is completely unreliable. But perhaps you will say to me, we are trusting in the Lord our God. Yeah. But isn't he the one who was insulted by Hezekiah? Didn't Hezekiah tear down his shrines and altars and make everyone in Judah and Jerusalem worship only at the altar here in Jerusalem? Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. That, that's what he's, he did what was pleasing to God. And and he only tore down the 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 bad altars right. according to that. Yeah. So they're saying that I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what I'm, they're saying. I'm either. a little bit lost here. I don't know, but unless he's still they, going on. Unless they're like those other gods were the good gods and your Yahweh is dumb. Yeah. Or something. That's what it sounds like. But I don't I don't understand this. It's what it sounds like. It sounds okay. like he's like, I can't believe you took down all your fucking Asherah poles and whatnot. Right, right. That's what it sounds like he's saying. Which yeah. I mean he would be saying that. I yeah, sure. Okay. I'll tell you what, strike a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria. I will give you 2,000 horses if you can find that many men to ride on them. With your tiny army, how can you think of challenging even the weakest contingent of my master's troops, even with the help of Egypt's chariots and charioteers? What's more, do you think we have invaded your land without the Lord's direction? But which Lord? 
Right? I mean, like, well, I'm, when I'm they really say, confused as to what they're talking about. When they say the Lord, they are referring to that Yahweh guy. Okay. So, it sounds like they um, worship the same God, but differently. Yeah. And a lot of these people did. Remember we talked right. about that before? Right. It's just a matter of which fuck faction won out in the yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord himself told us, attack this land and destroy it. <laughs> yeah. I mean... We have said multiple times, why doesn't anybody say that? And here they are saying that. Right, kind of funny. Right, yeah. Then, Eliak. Eli okay, hold on. Eliakim. Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, Shebna, and Joah, said to the Assyrian chief of staff, Please speak to us in Aramaic, for we understand it well. Don't speak in Hebrew, for the people on the wall will hear. Okay. Um, what? <laughs> the, I don't understand anything that's happening right now. Right, yeah. But Sennacherib's chief of staff replied, Do you think my master sent this message only to you and your master? He wants all the people to hear it. For when we put this city under siege, they will suffer along with you. They will be so hungry and thirsty that they will eat their own dung mm. and drink their own urine. Oh, so they were trying to speak so where the people couldn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Got it. Okay. The, the Yeah. Got it. Hezekiah's people were trying to yeah. keep it hush They were like, can you stop? Right. We'd like to not let everybody know that yeah. you're taking us over. And they're like, Haha, we're going to tell everybody we're taking you right, over. Right. Why shouldn't we put the fear of whatever into everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, you know, yeah, for a, as for a far conquering as, as far army. As war goes, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Then the chief of staff stood and shouted in Hebrew to the people on the wall. Listen to this message from the great king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Don't let Hezekiah deceive you. He will never be able to rescue you from my power. Don't let him fool you into trusting in the Lord by saying, The Lord will surely rescue us. This city will never fall into the hands of the Assyrian king. This guy's quite a braggart. He is a dick, is what he sounds like. <laughs> kind of cool, though. Don't listen to Hezekiah. These are the terms the king of Assyria is offering. Make peace with me. Open the gates and come out. Come out. Yeah. Kind of like throw the head of the guy you hate over so that right, we don't right. get you. Only. But what exactly are the terms? Like if we right. come out, like what's going to happen here? Then each of you can continue eating from your own grapevine and fig tree and drinking from your own well. Then I will arrange to take you to another land like this one. A land of grain and new wine, bread and vineyards, olive groves and honey. Choose life instead of death. Don't listen to Hez... Hez <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get his name out. <laughs> Hezekiah, when he tries to mislead you by saying, The Lord will rescue us. Have the gods of any other nations ever saved their people from the king of Assyria? What happened to the gods of Hamath and Arpad? And what about the gods of Sepharvaim, Hena, and yeah, what Iva? what about those gods? Did any god rescue Samaria from my power? Huh? Huh? What god of any nation has ever been able to save its people from my power? So, what makes you think that the Lord can rescue Jerusalem from me? I mean, it's a fair it's, question. It's, it's a know? good question. Yeah. yeah I'm... 
honestly, I, I'm kind of curious what's happening. You I know? don't begrudge anything that this guy has said so <laughs> right, far. Right. I mean, he's got the power. Why not flaunt it? Right. right? Yeah. I mean, okay. That's what it sounds like. But the people were silent and did not utter a word because Hezekiah had commanded them to not answer him. Um. Okay. Honestly, he's like. Thank you for giving me all that fucking gold. Now, um, even though I'm betraying what I already just made an agreement, go ahead and open your gates to us. We'll totally not kill you and right, slaughter yeah, you. Why would we believe that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Then Eli- Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, the palace administrator, Shebna, the court secretary, and Joah, son of Asaph, the royal historian, went back to Hezekiah. They tore their clothes in despair, and they went in to see the king and told him what the Assyrian chief of staff had said. The end. Oh, so this is going to be a multi-chapter story. To be continued. There's not many of those lately. My goodness. Right. This is... I'm interested. This is a cliffhanger here. Right. This guy's supposed to be like one of the top, you know, king people. Yeah. Only... He did... You know, so far, he's getting his ass whooped, so... He's getting his ass handed to him is what he's getting. Yeah. Yeah. Holy so moly. This is, this is interesting. Yeah. 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 Huh. All right. Well, that was Second uh, Kings chapter 18 yeah. on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And we'll be back tomorrow with... Second Kings chapter 19. All right. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Bye. Hey, wife. I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. God, stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep, we have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.